this is Chris. Welcome to Something About Astrology. With me is... Almy. Hello. Hey, and we are just... Uh, we're, well, we're pleased to announce that we survived this last new moon. Uh, new moons for me are like Mercury retrograde mm. for everyone else. I just cannot get anything going around the new moon. I feel tired. I feel out of sorts. The This particular new moon brought us water backed up in our kitchen sink that we had to deal uh. with, that kind of stuff. Just really fun things. Um, of course, with Mars being in Pisces, there will be water in our mm. lives right now, whether it's water coming up in your sink, whether it's other plumbing-related problems, whether it's uh, water in terms of feelings and emotions coming up. We're dealing with it. So hang in there. Uh, I'm drinking a lot of coffee right now to get me through this uh, new moon phase until the, the moon you know, continues to build up towards the full moon. That's when I always feel more in my element. But right now, if you're dragging and slogging through, uh, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling that too. Uh, and again, Mars is the planet of action. And with Mars being in Pisces, Pisces is not that assertive type of energy that Mars likes. Mars likes Aries. That's uh, its home sign, or Aries is the home planet, whatever they say. I don't know. New moon. I I can barely talk. But um, it will eventually be going into Aries. We'll talk about that more later. But um, again, with it being in Pisces, just know we're going to be a little more sensitive than we normally are. Mm. Uh, Maybe pay attention to your dreams. If if you are someone who pays attention to your dreams, keep a dream journal. It's a good time for that. Neptune rules Pisces. Neptune is all about the unconscious, dreams, those types of messages attempting to get through to us that don't necessarily communicate in a linear fashion. Another side of that is that you might be experiencing what I call dream hangovers. I tend to get a lot of those. I have Neptune conjunct my son, and I, I have a lot of trouble getting going in the morning, and I feel like I have especially intense dreams every now and then that make it especially hard for me to wake up. I mean, I get out of bed, but I don't feel like I've really woken up until about 7 o'clock at night. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you are someone who keeps a dream journal or, or is interested in doing that, now is a good time. I kept a dream journal for about a year at one point, and it didn't really do me a lot of good, <laughs> to be totally mm-hmm. honest. Um, I didn't see any real pattern in the dreams, but it was something to do. It got me writing, and maybe that encouraged uh, other creativity in my life. Um, what else do we got? Mm. Um, we got Mercury, the planet Mercury, this is the planet that rules communication. That's going to be going into Cancer this coming Thursday, May 28th. Right now, Mercury is in Gemini, and Gemini communication is all about exchanging ideas. It's all about information. It's all about uh, thinking outside the box type of stuff. Mercury and Cancer is definitely going to be a slower energy. It's going to be like, okay, thank you, Mercury and Gemini, for generating all those ideas. Some of those ideas were completely nuts, but thank you for doing that because that's what you bring to the table, and that's important too. But now with Mercury and Cancer, it's a slowing down. It's more of like, okay, now how do all those ideas make me feel? Because Cancer is a water sign, so we're going to be even more in our feels than we might already be now. Um, it's also about cancer's interested in family. Cancer is interested in the home. So we might be thinking more about those things if we aren't already enough, considering all the other stresses we're under right now, uh, related to the pandemic. But that's kind of going to be what the focus is more, uh, in, in the coming months. And, and Mercury will be in cancer for a while 
Now, I, I like to mention a celebrity, you know, with this kind of stuff to give you an idea of what Mercury and Cancer might be all about. And a celebrity who popped in my head is Gene Wilder. Mm. Um, he was a Gemini, you know, born June 11th, but he did have Mercury and Cancer. And when mm. I think of Gene Wilder, I think of a kind of a nurturing, gentle person who was thoughtful about his words, who was considerate of other people. I mean, I don't know if he was like that, but it certainly seems like he was. I don't know a lot about the guy, but he's just one of those gentler kind of dudes. And and that's what we're moving towards in terms of the way we communicate. Uh, Mercury and Gemini is more like, look how fast I can talk, look how fast, look how fast. It's all about speed and speed and this and that. Um, but Mercury and Cancer is going to be slowing down, taking care of yourself, taking care of the important people in your life and for focusing on that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, I did mention Mars is, is currently in Pisces and it's going to stay that way until mm, June 27th, at which point Mars is going to go into Aries and Mars loves Aries. That's Mars is all about Aries and Mars is actually going to stay in Aries for the rest of the year. Mm. which is a little nuts. Um, Mars usually stays in a planet for about, or Mars usually stays in a sign for about a month and a half or two months on average. It mm. varies, but on average. And Mars is going to be in Aries for the rest of 2020 once yeah. it gets in there. So with all the changes we're going through as a planet, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing because Mars and Aries is going to give us a lot of energy and oomph and, oh, and drive okay. to to do stuff. Because a lot of us, I think, are in a situation where we're confused, we don't know where to go. And Mars and Aries is that energy that's going to be like, you know what, we don't know where we're going, but we're going to take action. Because the only way to get out of something is to take action. And it's about courage. Sometimes it's about, you know, maybe you need to do your research a little bit more before you act. So there could be a little bit of that, too. But it's going to be a boost that we don't necessarily have at the moment. But that's coming towards the end of June. Um, what else we got? Oh, and another thing I want to mention, while Mars is in Pisces, um, I looked back at, at what I was personally going through the last time Mars was in Pisces, which was in 2018, towards the end of the year. And for me, I changed my look pretty severely back then. Um, I'm an actor in addition to being an amateur astrologist and a tax preparer. And at the time, I thought I needed to change my look to get more acting roles. So I cut my hair. Uh, I usually have very big hair. I cut it really short. I grew facial hair. I lost weight thinking that would lead to more work. And, and it didn't. Um, so over the years, I've, I've kind of gone back to what I considered my look before. Um, but that's kind of what Mars and Pisces does. It will kind of eat away at your ego. It, it'll kind of eat away at, um, I don't want to say your self-esteem, but, but more like your sense of self. It can make you question things about yourself, saying, maybe I need to do this, maybe I need to do that. Um, so there is that influence. So if you're feeling a little bit of that right now, that's kind of what Neptunian Piscean energy does. It's not really the type of energy that's going to punch you in the face like Mars or Aries saying, hey, listen, I'm here. It's more of a slow burn. It just kind of eats away and erodes things until one day you look in the mirror and you're like, whoa, where did this person come from? And maybe you like that person, which is fine. Maybe you don't. And then you want to make a change. I don't know. Um, but if you're feeling some of that, you're just kind of like doubting yourself right now. 
and feeling that kind of a vibe, uh, just know that's kind of what goes hand in hand with Mars and Pisces. So if it is a nudge where you need to make a change, of course, do it. But also know maybe it's something that's just kind of going to eventually go away. It's not necessarily something you need to act on right now. And the time to act will be more when, when Mars goes into Aries. Mm. And I think you'll kind of know that because you'll feel more focused. You'll feel like you have a sense of direction at that point. Right now, everything might feel a little murky. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I just want to throw that out there. Um, I don't know. Let's ask a Scorpio question. Okay. Elmi. Yes. I don't really have a question for you, but we were talking um, about Gene Wilder. Okay. Do you have a favorite Gene Wilder movie? Blazing Saddles, right? Yeah, Blazing yeah. Saddles. That's the that's the question. I don't understand. There's like one segment that we do a week. Why wouldn't you like have a question prepared for the segment? It's called Ask a Scorpio. We do it every week. I can't prepare the question myself. I can't know what the question is. Yeah, but you did a good job of answering it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and again, Mars is in Pisces. Things are a little confused. We're just coming out out of a new moon. I'm flat. I'm not gonna pretend I'm not flat right now. I am flat. Um, but we got through it. Yeah, I asked the Scorpio question. The Scorpio yeah, replied. Go. Yeah, we're doing it. All right. Yay. Um, for this upcoming week, at least. Um, right now, there's not a ton of fire out there. There's not a ton of earth out there. It's mainly water and air mm-hmm. uh, that we're experiencing. So at least for this coming week, if you are a fire sign, Leo, Sagittarius, the other one, Aries, <laughs> um, the moon is going to be in Leo on May 27th and May 28th. So you might feel a little bit better then. That might be those days might be your day to shine a little bit more. And then also for our friends, the earth signs, especially Virgos, who are maybe once again losing their faith in the world with Mars being in Pisces and nothing adding up and making sense and, and being organized easily. For you earth signs, the moon will be in Virgo next weekend, which is May 29th through May 31st. So Capricorn, Taurus, Virgo, you might feel a little bit better on those days if you're looking for uh, a little break from whatever is going on right now. But again, if you're feeling great right now, if, if you're in the groove, keep it, keep going. Just just do your thing. Mm. It's all good. Um, and the other thing, at least you know, again, part of the reason I got into astrology was to just try to make sense of my moods. It's mm. like I can be feeling so great. And then an hour later, I'm just like down in the dumps, miserable. What the heck's going on? And at least for me, I have noticed a pattern over the years. What are the planets doing? How is that affecting my mood? And, you know, I just got one of those day planners that you get at a new age bookstore that tells you the aspects, you know, and the exact times they're happening. And one of the things to keep in mind, and again, I'm going to go back to Mars here. Um, I used to know this astrologist who only cared about where a person's Mars was. She Hmm. did not care what your sun sign was. She didn't care about your rising. She didn't care about your moon. She just wanted to know what your Mars was in. And for her, that was, she could totally tell who you are and what kind of person you are and what your motivations were in a nutshell. And I have Mars and Sagittarius. Right now, Mars is in Pisces. Sagittarius and Pisces form a square. They form a tension, so they don't necessarily interact well. So with Mars going through Pisces, that's forming a square with the Mars and Sagittarius in my birth chart. And I did some calculations. I'm pretty sure that square is going to be exact. And by exact, that's when it said it's most intense on May 30th. Mm. So I just kind of 
make a note like, okay, I might be feeling kind of lousy right now because when Mars is squaring your birth Mars, you can feel extra tension in your life mm. and you can feel like I, I need to be doing something, but I don't know what it is. And, and you can get easily frustrated and feel stifled. So I try to monitor that. So it's like, okay, if I'm feeling upset for like absolutely no reason, that could be part of it. It's kind of like the analogy of, of like you're sitting in a parked car and you're revving the engine to get this like aggression out. And maybe in the moment it feels great. Like you're just revving that engine. Mm. The car's not going anywhere. And then when it's done, you're like, I feel great. But the car is probably not doing so well after you've been rubbing it while it's in park. So it's one of those things where you got to try to, at least for me, I remind myself, like, try to keep, um, just know that there's maybe going to be a little extra tension in the air and just, mm. and just ride it out. Maybe this isn't my time to shine. Maybe this isn't my time to act, that kind of thing, and, and go from there. Like, Almy has Mars and Virgo, so her birth Virgo mm -hmm. is opposing Mars and Pisces right now. So oh. I'm not going to speak for Almy, but she might be feeling a little more tension. I am. Yeah, than normal as well. I mean, you saw I reacted with your dumb Scorpio questions, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. It's like little things are just going to like, what the <laughs> heck is going on? Yeah. So right now with Mars and Pisces, if if you have Mars in a water sign in your chart, you might be feeling okay, actually. Yeah. Uh, like if you have Mars and Cancer, Mars and Scorpio, you might be feeling pretty good. Mars and Earth signs, like Alamy's got Mars and Virgo. Uh, if you have Mars and Capricorn, if you have Mars and Taurus, you might not be digging this as much because water and Earth mm, oppose. Okay. And then for the mutable signs, like, like my Mars in Sagittarius, if you have Mars and Gemini, those are also going to square um, the Mars and Pisces. So... Um, hang in there. Again, this stuff is always moving. It's always changing. But um, that's kind of what's going on there. So nice ra ramble about Mars. Um, okay. I'm going to switch uh, planets real quick. Mercury. Um, Mercury does not go retrograde until June 17th. However, it enters what they call its pre-shadow phase oh. on June 2nd. So if you are someone who keeps track of mercury and retrograde you might already know this but mercury is more than just those specific retrograde dates there's there's some time leading up to the actual et retrograde and then there's some time after the retrograde that you also want to keep your eye on mm. um so again the actual mercury retrograde dates are going to be june 17th through july 12th but Mercury enters its pre-shadow phase when it starts slowing down. And that's going to start on June 2nd. So mm, that's coming up a little, coming a little up. sooner. And then once the planet Mercury goes direct on July 12th, it still takes about a week to get back up to speed. That's where it's in its storm, they say, or, or its post-shadow phase. And that's going to be July 19th by the time it fully gets up to speed. So again... Uh, for you Mercury retro in retrograde aficionados, <laughs> uh, instead of looking at June 17th through July 12th, you might want to look at June 2nd through July 19th, that whole window in there right. where you want to be extra cautious about not making big purchases without checking all the details, um, not signing a contract without checking all the details. Because again, just because Mercury is in ret retrograde does not mean life has to stop. It doesn't mean you cannot make any changes in your life. Um, but at the same time, if you are doing those things, just be extra cautious, check the fine print type of stuff. Okay. So that's just a little heads up of, of what's to come. Makes sense. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. I think that's about it. I tried to like consciously or conscientiously boil things down a little bit this week with all this Gemini energy out there. <laughs> I want to just tell you everything, but it's best to just kind of give you something to work with. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Almy, did you have anything else you'd like to add? What's your favorite Gene Wilder movie? My favorite Gene Wilder movie, Blazing Saddles, is definitely up there. Yeah. I also, I mean, I never know what to call it. Is it Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? I think the movie is Willy Wonka because the book is Charlie, and that's right. See, I can never keep yeah. it straight, and it's yeah. But yeah, that's the, I like that one. That was such a great character. Um, yeah, yay, Gene Wilder. He was born in Wisconsin. I don't know if everyone knows that. I don't think he spent a lot of time there, but he was born in Wisconsin, and he was a Gemini. Cool. That's all we've got this week, folks. Yeah. We love you. Hang in there. We'll see you next week. I know I'm going to be more upbeat because we'll be further away from this new moon, and look forward to that. Or don't. That's okay, but hang in there. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good night.